And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's St. Patrick's Day on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. She's a producer and podcaster who's tired of receiving unsolicited shillelagh pics from leprechauns over on Shamrock Twitter. It's Renee Colbert. And he's a comedian who's making Irish coffee extra Irish by adding not just whiskey, but also a lot of whiskey. It's David Huntsberger. Tone Zone is here to find himself a bonnie lass in a nice summer's glen where he will lay her down on wild clover to whisper sweet poems he's written about the upcoming Obi-Wan Kenobi series. I'm her husband Daniel saying hop on board the love bus and say gia gwitch to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend, Allison Hello, my little fried Oreos. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen's New Best Friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Twitter by Julie Kem. And yes, I am wishing I had chosen a special St. Patrick's Day carbohydrate. But hey, there's always next week. Did you um, mean to say on Twitter? <laughs> Did I say on Twitter? Yeah, because yeah. I was ready for that button and I was very thrown. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> no, I did not mean to say on Twitter that. I mean, I guess I could take carbohydrate submissions on Twitter. I have never, so it would. <laughs> Why start now? <coughs> Hang on one second. I'm just going to cough. Another solid start. <laughs> I typically <laughs> take. <laughs> take carbohydrate submissions on Patreon. Patreon. Yes, I'm on. <laughs> oh my god, you guys! I've been doing this for so long. It's weird that it's falling apart now. Maybe it makes sense in some way. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm on Patreon. Bonus episodes of the Friend Zone. Patreon. There's a level where you can text me, and I'll text you back. Uh, you can submit carbohydrates. You can also submit them on Twitter. I won't be receiving them there, but, Twitter. you know, I am on, tw- <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, and you can submit questions for the guests. You can see the episode, the video of this episode that we're recording right now. It's got lots of chuckles and guffaws and silly stuff. Renee and I are matching, and it was not even planned. Not even. Um, and, uh, you know, super fun. There's other stuff, but I'm not going to tax my brain. Just selling it. Even the, just, just, look, my brain has said no more, and I am going to listen, because when I try to do impossible tasks like thinking, bad stuff happens. This is the second show today, and uh, apparently I was done as of half an hour ago. So I recommend patreon.com slash Allison Rosen for all your Patreon needs, Regarding yeah. Allison Rosen, sign up for a year. Get, to, I mean, yeah, a year, twelve months for the price of ten. Now, That's a good deal. It is. My nose is running. What else oh. could go wrong? I am very much looking forward to welcoming these guests to the show because I love all of them. Renee Colvert, it's been too long. Hello, welcome. I missed you so much. It's so good to be back. I know. To be here. There is a element of junior high that still applies when you dress the same as someone cool. You're just like, oh, well, I um, 
Wow, I didn't know I was doing an upgrade. I am wearing the same thing as Allison. It's fine. Oh my God. It's fine. I'm just as popular cool as you as are. No big fuck. deal. Oh my God. I love Proud that you us. think I'm cool. Proud See? of us. Yeah, Part you of were me. very cool. Did you I mean, not I- hear that cough earlier? <laughs> That's a cool cough. It's a cool cough. It's a cool cough. I'm so cool that when I started high school, I kept a notebook where I wrote down every single thing I wore so I wouldn't repeat outfits. The only time in my life I've ever, if anyone's been around me for more than, you know, three days, you know, not a concern of mine anymore. (laughs) I'm basically like a, I just have a uniform at this point, but at the beginning of high school, it was a concern of mine. I even wrote down my accessories. That's how cool I was incredibly impressive and then was the goal to never repeat or the goal was now i have sort of a a, a document of what i don't even know i don't even know what the goal was at that point i think you know at a certain point it wasn't it certainly wasn't to never repeat like i know that uh tiffany haddish had some fancy white suit that she wore to more than one award shows. And she made some comment like I spent, you know, thousands of dollars on this. Of course I'm going to wear it more than once. And that's, that's when it occurred to me like, yeah, it's insane that celebrities like all of us are expected to wear an outfit once and then throw it away. I don't think so. Certainly not. I was no. giggling to myself thinking about if I had done that, it would have been like my Les Mis shirt, my fandom shirt, my Miss Saigon shirt, my cat shirt, and just all <laughs> of the musical. Because that's all yeah. I wore. It was just musical, musical theater garb. I think that's it, cool, it Renee. It would have been a sad journal. I think, <laughs> I think that is cool. Allison, I, think, I think you're lying to me. No, I think you're cool. <laughs> I think you're cool. All right. Should we ask cool, everyone else to we're leave? We're a couple of cool gals is what we are. <laughs> also cool. David Huntsberger, hello, welcome back. Oh, thank you. Elated to be part of the Mail It In show, the second show of the day, tired, (laughs) just elated. And I was so excited to hear you say you had a clothing journal and then really crushed to hear that you ended yours because I never stopped mine. Oh, really? Yeah, to this day I do it. It's just become like a rote sort of behavior. Yeah. And that's fun. Yeah, I just want to know. I want to look back and skim through and and know. Oh, yeah, that was that was that was a heavy period of cargo shorts, and then I can detail exactly yeah. what period yeah. that was. No, but I mean, when I say what kind of journal are we talking? Spiral notebook? Or are we talking steno? Did you ever see the movie Seven? Actually, yes. I have not. I'm oh, familiar with with it though. Well, you see some like B-roll of a gentleman sewing together the binding. Oh. And so each season I add a new cha- you know, mm. a new segment for that and I sew it in and I I bind it <laughs> with like some wood clamps and I glue it and then I put on a new binding. It's a whole ritual, but of you know, course. it's just seasonal. Of course you do not go to the store and buy a college-ruled mead notebook. Of course you don't. Of course you are doing your own home binding. I would expect nothing less. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised I haven't shown it to you or lugged it over there at some point because it's just a hoot. No photos, though. Sometimes I'll do a sketch and be like, this is what this season's Lederhosen looked like, but... (laughs) Yeah. No photos. Do you now for you is it a hindsight or is it 
and I don't know if the word is proscriptive or prescriptive, but like, do you sit down? Is it like meal planning or is it like a food diary, a food journal? Like, and I'm going to stop giving uh, examples <laughs> and I'm going to say what I'm saying. <laughs> do you yeah. write down what your outfit's going to be at the beginning of the day or as you are turning in for the night, do you write what you wore that day? Well, each season is its own animal, you know, and so I try to <laughs> not think too much. <laughs> Mostly it's a series of collections and combinations. Okay. It's a study in math as much as anything. But when I was in elementary school, I was introduced to the Guinness Book of World Records. And it occurred to me that, oh, there's a way to do something the best. So mm-hmm. this is really just an almanac for people to look back on and to see how to perfectly dress for a lifetime. To not miss a single day, to absolutely nail it every day of your life. And I'm hoping that it's an inspiration for children, you know, generations to come. Yes, I love the ambition because I feel like people, you know what's wrong with the world today? Lay it on me, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Get ready. I'm going to, I'm going to. Slay queen. What's wrong with the world this today? This is what's wrong. American excellence is being tamped down. Yes. Just go, girl. They mm. are trying to silence our excellence, our uniqueness, our unique excellence. They're like, <laughs> you You know what? And it, it, it's all, it's just participation trophies as far as the eye can see. But you have nailed dressing perfectly and they say you're gonna make people feel but oh little johnny he'll feel bad he won't try anymore i say let him feel bad let him see how well david huntsberger dresses every single day of the week three 24 7 52 365 occasionally 366 and then he'll learn to aspire to dressing better you know, that's what I say. And that's why I'm too hot for mainstream. You know what? I just realized we haven't even introduced the rest of the, the show. And I would like to say hello, Daniel Quantz, my husband. Hi. Hello. I feel like um, this will definitely be one of the artifacts of our society that future. This, this show or Dave's almanac to perfect uh, oh, not fashion. Um you know future species that evolve into intelligent uh and they fi- they find the 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 rubble of our society they'll find that book and they'll be able to recreate david thank you man it's funny you <laughs> mentioned finding it because when the pandemic was really at a at a worrisome a level, I had them all put into a titanium fifty gallon drum and welded <laughs> shut, so hurled smart. them into the ocean, thinking mm-hmm. someone will dive down and find these at one point. And cut. <laughs> and like, so now I had to pay a bunch of money to get it hauled back out of the ocean, <laughs> and it's just sitting in the driveway. And I I but I kept going on a, on a spare, so I have to like transfer the spare into the actual. And so know, I'm imagining. Bound this global TV, live TV event, right? Yeah. With this future, like, squid Geraldo Rivera, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> who's going to open this sealed vault to find the artifact from uh, this civilization. And they, you know, they open it, they find the book, and it's like, T-shirt and jeans. <laughs> Blue T-shirt and faded jeans. 
<laughs> yeah. Gray t-shirt, uh, gray jeans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and they'll be they will be delighted because you know why wouldn't they? Yeah. Well, they'll need entertainment, and now suddenly they can like everyone get to work sewing costumes. Let's put together a production of this, and then Dave yeah, Fest. A cost- yeah, Dave Fest will yeah. take a calendar year to just go through one volume. <laughs> and maybe this future very formal society will learn how to be casual. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah the goal yeah and then they'll be like they'll be studying it in whatever their form i guess they'll be squid is that what you're suggesting daniel i mean what what other species would right so or just the media will be squid sure so both any anyway at their squid college they'll be thinking like oh just the royalty were dressing like this and they'll be like no dave was a man of the people you don't understand and there'll be like a lot of debate about whether like is Dave high art or is Dave like the everyday man? Yeah. A lot. Maybe you should. No, I was going to say maybe you should put some co- some context in there to tell them how to interpret it. But I don't think you need to hold their hand or there. their tentacle. There, it's going to be tough to discern because I would. It started with me just writing like I'm a common person. I'm not some sort of dignitary. <laughs> but on my bad days where my outfits weren't well received, sometimes I'd come home and cross out certain words that unless they have like a lifter that lift off the crossed out words, it might read oh. that I am a very important person uh, who travels to the future and the past and also dresses <laughs> perfectly everywhere <laughs> and is a dignitary. And so that could be confusing for them in their pageants, but they'll figure it out. Yeah. We got to trust them. I trust Absolutely. squids. I mean, it's especially putting together <laughs> pageants. That's their thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nothing like they a squid put pageant. regular non what daniel i said nothing like a squid pageant if you've never gone oh yeah, yeah. that's what i was gonna say is that they put regular pageants to shame miss america mm-hmm. pageant <laughs> get out of here you see that. a bunch of squid and like loosely fitting t-shirts just strutting it <laughs> it's emotional <laughs> tony thaxton hello we did hear a peep from you earlier when i messed up the intro but you're officially welcomed to the show now Oh, thank you so much. Another another day, another Zoom. Here we are, still not in person. Listeners, no. start bullying Allison to record in person. We have an in-person show on the calendar. I know, I know. You've offered me forty thousand dollars to it's do true. an in-person show. I per accepted. episode. Per, per episode. episode. <laughs> Tony, that's too much. What, yeah, and, what and are you how, doing? I bet you, you would have taken a hundred. <laughs> what? Why'd you start at forty grand? Don't you guys just stay out of this. This is not your <laughs> business. <laughs> I can't. I can't move on until I know how you landed on that number. <laughs> there, no, get this because you guys are worried about Tony. What about me? As a woman, I accepted his first offer. Because well, yeah, there it's wasn't forty thousand dollars. We didn't even negotiate. He said to me, "I'll pay you," and I said, "How much?" He said, "We'll have this conversation off air." So then, on right. text, I I forget who started because you never want to be the the first person who mentions the number, right? But then of he course. just said forty k, and I said, "You got a deal." And then I was like, "Oh God, should I have negotiated?" And I don't know what went through his head. In terms of should he have negotiated, but then we were just, it w- then we were done, and that no signing that. bonus, no vacation let's, days. Let's we not just... get crazy. Well, no, as okay, all right. Yeah, get did crazy. I, did Don't I make a get mistake? Crazy. It's already very sane and <laughs> yeah. reasonable as it is. Yeah, again, 
This is this is between Allison and I. You guys don't need to worry about it. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Tony, worried. I guess the question is, so how, how did we settle on 40K <laughs> <laughs> per episode? I mean, there was this whole algorithm that you, it's going to go over you guys' head. If I, I'm building a rocket and I'm flying it over Hell's Gulch. You don't need to worry. It's not your business. Don't worry about me. You guys don't need to know if I know anything about seatbelts or jet propulsion or rockets in general. Don't worry about me. I'm you know worried. Good, I'm worried about your no, mental state. I'm a little concerned. No. Yeah. I just, I, to what you're saying, I say, okay. Yeah. If you tell me not to worry, I'm not going to worry. Because you're my friend and I'll listen to you. I feel like you're going to, you're paying lip service to their concern, but you're still going to do what you want to do. Sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> Is that accurate? Yeah. Okay. Now, was it on me? Yes. You're like, oh, great news. Tony showed up wearing Kleenex boxes for shoes, and he was (laughs) palming mayonnaise out of a jar, and he handed me a check for $40,000. So probably should have negotiated for a little bit more. That's on me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So wait, what is the – should I have ripped up the check and handed it back to him? (laughs) You should say, how's everything going, buddy? (laughs) How you well, feeling? Then, great, because I'm paying he said- her $40,000 an episode, <laughs> so clearly things are going great. Yeah. <laughs> His finances are none of my business. Yeah. You don't know what Allison already pays me. <laughs> that would make some sense if you weren't showing up. I pay him eighty thousand dollars. Okay, that's the information we needed. Oh, yeah, that's that's the information we needed. Okay, so Allison, you came at it. Tony, will you produce my show? Eighty k an episode. So yeah. that's okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, so we, we don't usually talk about that on forever. the air. Yeah, it's kind of between table. us, but yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> You've revealed quite Cats a lot. out of the bag. Yeah. Jeez. So. <laughs> anyway, Tony, question. Yeah. Now, we know that you're in your music room. Slash bedroom, yes. Oh, wait a minute. I was going to say, but, <laughs> but I feel like you're in, again, patreon.com slash Rosen to see what, I'm, what we're talking about. I was going to say I feel like you're in even yet another angle of this room, but I see a drum poking out behind you, so I take that back. It's I'm just like I, I'm slightly shifted from where I've been previously. I felt like if I shifted a little bit, the background looked a little better. I did this for you since we're on fucking Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question for the room, and then we're moving on to the fact that Renee pointed out it's Pi Day, and I don't mean the delectable dessert; I mean the mathematical number. And uh, we have something to talk about regarding that. But that comes next. Here's the question. Dave mentioned the uh, Guinness Book of World Records, which was, for me, and I feel like we're all somewhat of the same age, a big deal back when I was in grade school. I don't remember at what age I discovered it. But there were, let's see, one, two, two images. When I think Guinness Book, I think of two images specifically. That's well. That's what I want to know. I want to go around and find out what were the two Ooh. images that really like stuck with you, Daniel. If you want to guess mine, I bet go I can for guess it. Both of them. Okay. Yeah. The first one 
was the overweight twins on the motorcycles. Yep. Yep. That's that's the one in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Is that unanimous? One, two, three, four, five. Absolutely. That's not one of mine. I was just having that conversation recently about like, why did, that says so much about how like, (laughs) we're this generation that would hand around VHS tapes. We would watch movies over and over and could quote them. And now, you know, you just stream. You just, the next thing that shows Mm. up in the queue. So there's not that permanence. Right. But everyone at some point went, well, those are big twins. And (laughs) Like, well, had the them in their head. Little oh, but I'm glad they have a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> they both seem to love mini bikes. Wow, what are the it's odds great. of that? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and the second one is the world's longest fingernails. Yep, yes, that's right. two for two. <laughs> two for two. Okay, great. mine's the fingernails. Does anyone? Else, does every everyone was twins at nails? Yeah. yeah. I didn't think of the nails. I honestly couldn't think of a second one. The only one I thought of was twins. For me, the other one was the pygmy marmosets. So there's someone holding their fingers in like a peace sign. And then oh, there's the yes. two pygmy marmosets, which are the tiny, the world's smallest monkeys. They're so fucking ah, cute. I wanted them as pets. I'm trying to think back to, because there have been a number of long fingernailed people. And so much like a detective with a lineup of <laughs> photographs going, which person here tried to steal your purse? And, you know, human memory is not a reliable uh, source because things change so much. In my head, it's a person and he's elderly. Yes, a guy. He's, he's a guy. He's Asian and he's kind of balding but has like really long white hair that's very thin. And he's holding them out to the side and he's wearing like linen sort of drapery clothing. Does that sound familiar? Indian. Oh, he's Indian. Okay, Indian. yeah. That well, sounds so familiar, Asian. although I feel... That sounds familiar, but I feel like I'm wondering if you would describe something very different if I would have been like, yes, that sounds right. I know. That's how I feel too. I, I, feel, I, I was hoping someone would go, no, no, no. I, I, it's this. You're, you're wrong. But I think it was just like on a lawn, grass or something. Na- and nails are curly. Side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds right to me. I think so. Yeah, it was because I think you see the nails and then you go through the like, how do they go to the bathroom? That's and oh so my god, yes. And then up to the face. <laughs> right. And then how do they Same type? Same guy has the world's dirtiest butt. <laughs> <laughs> um, Imagine Dave, being. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Renee. So I would say I, I Googled it and you're right. That's exactly the. Um, Is that the, the image? Really? Wow. Put it in the chat. Lock them up. I was right. a good witness there. Lock them up. Were. That's right. <laughs> Otherwise, not trustworthy. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, we're all headed now to see this photo. Take a take a peek. Sweet. Imagine if right. you were oh one inch away Whoa. from oh oh. It's not long and wispy hair though. It's not really linen. It's just kind of like a. Now, is, memory is faulty. According to my memory from two minutes ago, this is exactly what you described. That, <laughs> oh, that's, well, that's not the picture I remember. No, I don't that's, think this is not, the guy. Yeah, that's not the one Although, I remember either. Okay. Ugh. Because this is, guy's not on a lawn either. Hurl. Okay. Well, yeah. That guy, also, why? Yeah, those why? look like rutabagas or something. I know. Imagine being one inch or one centimeter from the record and you're like, this is – and then <laughs> – you you lean over at a table saw and lop off your other hand, like oh my asshole! 
It's going to be so fil- – will someone – anyone. I'm going to be laid up for a bit. I just – I need you to come over and wipe me down until I pass this record. And your friends are like, it's, it was weird enough that you were doing the fingernail. I'm not also wiping your ass. You got to cut them off. It's time to grow up a little bit. That would be a horrible scenario. It would be tough. Wait. Why did he lop off his hand? He was admiring his own fingernails and he was, oh. in, he was visiting a friend who teaches shop at a high school and he leaned uh. down and zoom, cut off like a portion of his other hand. Got it. Which just rendered imagine, it incapable of uh, Every you know, single activity wiping. in life becomes a huge pain in the ass. With yeah. Nails what like do you that. do? Yeah. And it's not like you're one-handed like – was it um, Jim Abbott, the pitcher, where he could still yeah. like throw down the glove. He could pitch – pop a glove on that was held under his arm and field the ball because he wasn't weighed down by like 30 pounds of fingernail. <laughs> so you're not only like doing everything one-handed, you're also severely limited by the weight of this other useless hand. But imagine a pitcher that was able to overcome that. I mean, that would be, <laughs> yeah. pretty, impressive. Be pretty impressive. Yeah, just pretty holding impressive. up this giant high lie wicket thing that's natural. <laughs> it's grown in. This is legal. And the ball just... <laughs> It's just like he's a relief it. pitcher, and so the music comes on. The stadium is like, down, 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 and he just comes dragging his fingernails. Like, oh no! Oh no! Yeah, every batter just cringing, and they're like, "Do I ha- do I have to do this?" He just strikes people out because people are like, "Oh, I don't yeah. want to get close to that." I have a sports question. Mm. Here it comes. Um, so Elliot is now taking sports class. Aww. It is called sports class. Sports the class. flyer the had like it's about the Huey Lewis album. Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, it's they cover all sports, not yeah. all, but a number of them in one class. They go from baseball to volleyball to various ball sports. Soccer, uh, and so I was noticing he was figuring the 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 coach was asking them, and he does call himself coach. I'm not gonna sure. not gonna make comment. On someone who refers to themselves as coach. It's a fine name. Anyway, uh, figuring out if they're right-handed or left-handed and then putting the little like catcher's mitt thing, which is not a real mitt. It's like a little sticky thing on their hand, their left hand. And this is very obvious for people who have any aptitude with baseball. But you catch with your left, p- throw with your right. But I was thinking, I was looking at it and for a second I was thinking as the ball, even though Elliot is, is good, but on this day the balls were just whizzing past his little catcher's mitt on his, and I was like well it's on his left hand and I was thinking do you is it you just catch with your non-dominant hand is yeah. it like you don't really need much uh precision with that hand well you have a glove you need more with your on, you have to have a glove on your catching hand so it'd be harder to throw with your non-dominant hand yeah I bet it's like guitar, since you're a guitar player. I think at some point you just determined which one was going to be on the frets and which one was going to be strumming. Right. similar. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about this for a second. All you need to do is this. Catch. Yeah. All right. Harder than you think. (laughs) That makes sense. Listen, you guys, I want to talk about Thrive Cosmetics. I'm actually wearing Thrive Cosmetics... uh, mascara right now i love it so much are you in black which they call brin uh yeah the lash extensions mascara i use the different kind of mascara my entire life ever my entire life ever since i was 16 um but and then i uh for like the last year this is the only one i will let touch my eyelashes it is my absolute favorite it's so good 
Uh, I love it so much. And I love Thrive Cosmetics. I also use, they have this like, it's like a rose gold eye brightening uh, crayon thing that I put in the corners. Uh, And I love Thrive because they're 100% vegan. They're liquid lash extensions. That's the name of it. I was trying to remember the specific name of it. Um, Their liquid lash extensions mascara is their best-selling product, has more than 15,000 five-star reviews. Renee and and I wrote (laughs) 14,999 of them. Ultra-lengthening, eye-opening, lasts all day without clumping, smudging, or flaking. It also comes off so easily. That's like one of my favorite things about it. You don't, you're not just like, it, you don't even, it just slides right off with warm water and a washcloth. Um, it's so great. And for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive. Uh, now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash Allison. That's Thrive Cosmetics. So Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash Allison for 15% off your first order order. And then I also want to tell you guys about Bombas. Bombas mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you are also giving to someone in need. I love Bombas because they're all about comfort. I hate itchy tags and those scratchy seams in the neckline and Bombas solves that problem for me. Also, I love Bombas socks. They make me angry at all my other socks. Um, they hug your foot. They have like perfect reinforcements where you want them, but they don't have seams that bother you. Uh, uh, their clothes are so comfortable. Their socks are super duper comfortable. It's all lux- luxuriously cozy. Uh, they have super soft materials like merino wool, pima cotton, even cashmere. Uh, make perfectly cozy layers. Um, super thoughtful, super comfortable. Go to bombas.com slash best friend and get 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas, B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash best friend for 20% off bombas.com slash best friend. Okay. Pi day. Who... Knows pie to any respectable degree. And I don't. And last week, we had Ben Sheehan, who is Jackie Johnson's husband and also has written a couple books on the Constitution and knows all about politics. He gave us a quiz on which countries have the most nukes and like which countries legally and illegally have nukes. And uh, it was a, a quiz for points. I did the worst out of everyone. Very it was poorly. the kind of thing where I, what, honey? You did very poorly. It was oh, okay. truly <laughs> embarrassing. I have been trying to come to terms with it ever since. Like, where did I go wrong? What happened? I'm not a, a, a real dum dum. And yet you'd listen to that and you'd think, yeah, you are. Maybe I am. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think of myself as pretty intelligent. Like I, I think of myself, but that's a hallmark of stupidity. You think you're way smarter than you are. <laughs> you're smart, but you just don't know much about like world events. Thanks. I know, but I don't <laughs> think that's acceptable. It is. I mean, I- <laughs> it's the kind of thing where if there's certain things that if I ever, I'm not ever going to run for political office, but if I ever did, if someone ever found that episode, they would play it. And then I just, they would make a mockery of me. Anyway, (laughs) what's my point? Oh, my point is I recuse myself from anything where I try to appear smart. So uh, 3.14 and I'm out. Anyone else? You don't need to be smart when you're making $40,000 an episode. Thank you. Thank you. That's true. That's fair. That's right. All you need to do is remember that it's Pi Day on March 14th. That's it. That's <laughs> the extent of what your memory needs to be. And, then, and then you go get yourself some free pie. 3.141. Three 
one five. five. Yeah, I did know that. Nine. I think it's okay. one five one nine, and then one, it yes. gets squirrely after that. Two nine. Two six five two three five nine. You're are you reading? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason to know it. I just wondered if anyone does. No, no. I forgot that was even today. And Allison, you're more of a three eleven day person, right? Yes, you yeah. know I love it. Yeah, I love it. In any way, it's not though for the listeners. Oh no, it's it's St. Patrick's. Patrick's yeah, day. the true celebration. Uh, one more go ahead. thing about Pi Day is that uh, the thing that brought me out to California in the first place, I was dating um, a high school sweetheart who went to Caltech. And you want to find people who know Pi? <laughs> they will talk your ear off for a good half hour. That's how much those sweet sweet Caltech kids know those numbers. Yeah. And it seems to matter. I don't know why, but <laughs> I patiently sat and smiled through a lot of numbers. <laughs> You're a very nice person. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone like that okay. ever. Um, leads you through some sort of story and goes and this is the crazy thing so the the ratio of height to width or base or scale or whatever it is volume to the is do you want to know what it is just go is it pi 95 percent of the time it is pi just (laughs) (laughs) most stories lead to like (laughs) can you believe this because it does factor in in such a fascinating way but Oh, how fascinating. Only if you hear it, you go, oh, cool. No way I'm going to remember that. I also don't find – I'm not going to like wear a shirt with it. I'm not going to have a bumper sticker about like, you know me. I love pie. Just... <laughs> Would we care as much about pie if it didn't have a little – its own symbol? Symbol is cool. It is you know cool. I mean? It's pretty Dessert cool, directly yeah. affiliated with right. it. Right. I think that's what it has going for it. Mm-hmm. Like if there was a symbol called cookie, we'd love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys had crumble cookie? What is the deal with crumble? I feel like there's a lot of, uh, I feel like it pops up on social media. Crumble cookie. I don't know what you're talking well, about. Yeah, it's either. C-R-U-M-B-L. This is not a spot, although I feel like it should be. I feel like oh, it's like, like also a brand. Con- yes, is this uh, sort of like the uh, first time that Smash Burgers made? And then not only had you not heard of them, but they were every restaurant had one, or there were there were entire like chains of them called Smash Burger. And you're like, what does that mean? And they're like, oh, they smash it down. It's a a way to make hamburgers. And then is that have something to do with crumble? Is it like crumbly? I don't know. See, I don't, I don't, and I don't even know what Smashburger is. Oh, Smashburger! Like oh, yeah. It looks like it's a brand of cookie. Like, um, I'm wondering if it's like an MLM or something. I don't think it is, though. I don't know why I have some in my head. There's, I have there's some something or other, like a, a tasty cookie. But maybe that's just all I know about we it. We can get to the bottom of it. What's an MLM? Yeah, thank you. Oh really? Yeah. A multi-level MLM stands for, what? It's oh, like pyramid a, scheme. Yeah. Yes. Okay. A multi-level bar. It's a legal multi-level. Yeah. It is yeah. a like legal row. Yeah. Um. Multi-level you know that burger chain. Uh, burgers. I am. Have you yeah. seen those around? I've seen it. Is it so good? those uh, apparently are an MLM, and now you're there's like a lawsuit and. They're starting to disappear because How I was just going to say, food? I didn't know How if they were still around because I haven't seen what literally on Saturday night. I drove past a place where I was like, I remembered that used to be one of those. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen one of those places in a while. How Do can you... food be an MLM? Feud? How can like a restaurant be an MLM? Well, Daniel, I need more Daniel in my cans, which I don't normally <laughs> say. 
<laughs> probably has to do I'm with the franchising. You like if you're an, if you have an MLM for Lula Row, you're you've got your own little franchise, right? You buy the product and then you sell right. it. Right. So it probably has to do similar. Sort oh, of like you buy the stuff to open up, and then you try to convince other people to open up their own burger chains or something. Right. right. Interesting. My question Interesting. is, and I think these things are all like ten. They're probably related by a, a quotient, a ratio of pi together, okay. and that is cults, MLMs, and Ponzi schemes. If you're thinking of starting one of them. The cult probably is the one that like it's easiest to tell your friends because on paper, maybe it makes sense. You're like, we'll, we'll go out to the middle of nowhere. We'll pool our resources. We'll teach each other's kids things. We'll live off the land. We won't waste much. We'll educate each other. You could have so many things that made sense like, oh, it's just a commune. Mm -hmm. And then – Someone starts impregnating too many of the women, or you know, something's yeah. happening. Like, ah, mm -hmm. oh yeah, you have to give me all of your money. Oh, you can't get out of your cage until like three p.m. That's also <laughs> that's a new thing I wrote, and it, they always go haywire. But they start with like, hey, you guys, what about this idea of pooling resource? And everyone just kind of, but mm -hmm. a Ponzi scheme. If you thought of it, and you're like, oh, this is. How do you feel going up to the first person you ask or when you have like a you know a pyramid scheme, the same thing where you're like, I'll let Daniel fall for this stupid ass crap or are you <laughs> genuinely – or is it like a cult where you're genuinely like, this is beautiful. This is really going to work. Which do you think it is? Ooh, good question. Which, which is what? I think they – I'd rank them like the Ponzi scheme is the most nefarious. You have bad intentions from the beginning and yet you're like – Casting yourself as someone that people can not only trust but trust with their money. And then the marketing one, is it like the cult where you genuinely think it's going to work out well or are you just like, this is this has a terminal element to it. It, it? it can't go on forever. But if I can just get enough people involved, I'll make a ton of money and that will be worth it to me. So like the first person are you reaching out to, are you doing it to sort of screw them or do you genuinely think it's a good thing? I think – so we watched the LuLaRoe documentary and I think that for a while they were really like these leggings are fucking amazing, right? <laughs> I think – yeah. I mean I think that um, – Are you, what, what's your question? Like who's worse? Yeah, I'm saying like of those three, I would say the Ponzi scheme is the worst because you start with bad intentions mm -hmm. and the cult might be the best because in theory you might start with good intentions and then get corrupted by the yeah. – Something, power. some element. But to me, the, the the mainstream marketing one or the multi-level multi -level. marketing in the middle. I think a Ponzi scheme is just a straight up uh, scam. Can yeah. someone remind me, what's the definition of Ponzi scheme again? Is that just a pyramid scheme? Yeah, it's basically like you, uh, like you recruit five people. And they and give me give money. dollars each. And then they each recruit so that's five just, people. Right. And That's just straight up pyramid scheme. A, a part of that. Yeah. And the yeah, money okay. just multiplies. Right. Uh, but eventually, because it's like exponential, yeah. you run out of people. And then, right. So the first people in make a ton of money. And then, you know, a whole bunch of people lose a ton of money. Uh, MLMs, same. Like when you say, like, if I'm going to start an MLM, the first people I approach, they're going to make a lot of money. Like you, you would want to be the first level. Because uh, those people do make money. It's just that then eventually you run out of people to buy the product because everyone's recruiting salespeople. Um, so I'd say it goes in terms of evil. 
It would go pyramid scheme, MLM. The cult thing can vary, right? Mm-hmm. Because if it's like, you know, the the Bagram kind of like, you know, wild, wild country, it's like, I feel like that was um actually pretty benign. You know, it, it went to some bad places, but not because of the cult. But if you're like the kind of cult I'm going to start, and it's pure, <laughs> it's pure like dark sex money <laughs> stuff. What dark sex? Just, just stuff that we're not. I'm not going to let myself be uh, on record. If, oh, if the, it's a shame that people that can't see this, where you're doing your hand like a DJ mixing, kind of. <laughs> You don't even want to know. Dude, you don't even want to know. You don't want to know because it's over here in the shadows. So dark sex. sex. (laughs) I I think everyone knows I have a very low threshold for disturbing, scary things. I'm very squeamy. I I, I really loved Yellow Jackets and I'm surprised I was able to handle that. But like, I don't really know what goes on on the dark web. And Daniel has like, I have, um, just, I have like, my cult will be on the blockchain. I've caught, I've caught, um, fear just from sitting near Daniel and him telling me like, Oh, I've read things about what goes on on the dark web. It's really awful. And I'm like, I, I, I don't even think I'm going to sleep tonight and I have no idea what you're even talking about. So Daniel has intimated to me that he knows what happens on the dark web and I don't want any part of knowing anything about what he knows. And then I'm so tempted to ask him like, what are you talking about? And he'll just be like, anything you can think of, they do that. And I'm like, do you you mean stuff with kids? And he'll be like, anything you can think of. And I'm like, do you mean stuff? And so in my mind, I'm just like, every like sick, perverted thought, I'm just like, whatever it is, they do that. Whatever it is, if you can think of it, they do it for a price. I'm just like, I mean, so anyway, what was my, oh, what's my point? Oh, yeah. My point is I have this very, I'm very afraid of what actually the dark web is. But I think that's what Daniel's cult and his dark sex, that's what he's referring to. Hopefully. <laughs> Something like so dark that I don't even want to know, but it might involve animals. No. Hell I don't no. know. You gotta do, if you wouldn't. You know, come on. Everyone's mixing the record. <laughs> Thank you all for being here. As you know, during the day, this is a Presbyterian church, but they do rent it out in the evenings. And I just want to tell you that the term cult is just so negative. This let's focus on the dark sex. Okay. That's what I offer. That's what we'll be doing here. That's right. I feel like the term cult gets thrown around too a lot. You know, I'm already, I'm already offended that anyone would call what I'm going to do a cult. (laughs) Is this the quants method for cults or the quants method for sex? This is the end game of the quants method. Starting a cult, have a cult idea. Step two, (laughs) it's it's definitely not a cult. Don't call it a cult. It can't can't be a cult. It has a bad rap. Cults get a rap. Anyway, what we do is we give all the money to me. I'm basically God. (laughs) I know all the stuff. You cannot question. (laughs) There will be branding. Yeah. (laughs)
Sounds good. Oh, so David's my, oh, sorry. Wait, I do wonder. No, no, but I think like so, Daniel, with your dark sex mm. with MLMs, <laughs> I think I think people come at it of just like, no, I'm a good person. I I. I just know that it'll work if you work hard enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know that anybody comes in thinking with MLM. Oh, oh, I'm yeah. gonna get them. Oh, think, I'm gonna get them. I think, I think the thing, that they justify it. Yeah, the, yeah. The thing with MLMs Wrong. is that I I don't think that they are actually that much different from just normal business. Like I think that not to get political, but like I think capitalism generally is kind of just an MLM. Like Fair. if you think about pyramid schemes, like, you know, wall street is basically a pyramid scheme, you know, like these things, you know, you can just say you're in business and you know what? Society will basically have your back on that. Is this what you're going to whisper to people while you're doing dark sex to them? <laughs> it's all business. <laughs> That's what I say to you. I in a Wall Street. You know, when I'm in all those ball gags and submerged in that cello, this guy has some interesting ideas about the foundational aspects of general capitalism. And that's what I appreciate about the cult most of all, I suppose. It opens my eyes. I would never open my eyes. I mean, figuratively. It's all economics. I'm in. I think you're right, Renee and Daniel. Um, because I know some people who I have seen get um, entertain the idea of MLMs, and I think when they're when they get interested in it, they're like, "I like this product." On paper, it seems like I could make some good money, and then I think they buy in, and then they're like, "The only way," and then there's all, and I I don't. This is this is I'm I'm surmising, but they buy right. in. There are, th- there are a few thousand in. The only way they can make money is if they sign other people up and they're under a lot of pressure suddenly. Well, you're to, like, talking make about the money, people that get into it. Those people, yeah. yeah, those people are doing it for reasons that are totally understandable. It's the people that start it. That's those true, are, yeah. You know. Yeah. But I think that is what I mean is that I, I some people maybe start off evil and this will work, but I think, I think they think, well, if you just work hard enough, then. Mm-hmm. In that like right. privileged shitty. But that's the way. con. I know. That's like, I know. That's like what Kim K. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the other day was like, you all need to just work harder. And it's like, bitch, you were fucking rich when you started. <laughs> that's what I said. Trevor, on no, it did it. No, I didn't Good takedown piece. But other, yeah, right. <laughs> you know. Wait, so Tony, is that what you're doing with this 40000 to go on Zoom? Is that where we're starting? Don't worry, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Given the kill signal. Uh, Allison, don't you have an ad to read or something? <laughs> <laughs> There's like a ring of podcast producers, and it's all just a big MLM. Right, right. You guys. I, I have the losing the Zoom connection, I think. Have you guys heard me? Well, speaking of my hair, Vegamore is a transformative 100% vegan and takes a clean, holistic approach to hair health that leverages smart botanicals clinically proven to promote visibly thicker, fuller, longer looking hair. You guys, uh, I have been using Vegamore on my hair. Uh, it, 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 uh, because I was finding that my hair was thinning. I was finding more and more hair in the shower drain on my pillow and in my brush than on top of my head. Uh, and nothing worked until I tried Vegamore. Uh, after three months, my hair is looking thicker and fuller. Uh, and I'm getting all sorts of compliments. And it smells really good. It smells like sweet citrus. It almost smells like, um, I want to say, I haven't smelled tricks in a long time. But when I first smelled it, I was like, this smells like 
uh, like a, a, a smell from my childhood, like a, but like a sweet citrus smell. It smells so good. Um, so Vegamore's Grow Revitalizing Shampoo and Conditioner Kit and Grow Serum work together to create visibly thicker hair and improve hair from the roots. Uh, it's easy to use. You just massage the shampoo into your scalp, follow up with the conditioner. For prime results, follow up your wash routine with one daily dropper full of the serum, apply to your scalp, massage it in, and done. It is just that easy. Give Vegamore a try risk-free for 90 days. You're going to love them as much as I do. Go to vegamore.com slash BFF and use code BFF to save 20% on your first order. That's Vegamore, V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash BFF. Code BFF to save 20% at vegamore.com slash BFF. I also want to tell you guys about a show that you're going to love. We are supported by Peacock's Below Deck Down Under. Good day, Yachties. Your favorite reality franchise is charting a course for Australia in Peacock's new original series, Below Deck Down Under. Do you know how hard it is for me not to try a terrible Australian accent, but I'm not going to. On a super yacht near the Great Barrier (laughs) Reef, it's not just the waves that rock the boat. Each charter of outrageous guests presents new challenges for the yachty hotties, but you can count on them to work hard and play harder. Besides, there may be sharks in the water, but this crew has a bite of its own. Fan fave Asia from Below Deck Med is back as Chief Stew, while hunky newcomer Jason has everyone saying, aye, aye, Captain. Add in yacht-sized egos and dueling deckhands and you can bet there's drama on the horizon if you're looking for the ultimate escape pull up that anchor and come aboard below deck down under is streaming now with new episodes every thursday only on peacock okay renee you yes. have a new job yeah. or you've changed jobs since last time we talked to you uh fill us in Excuse me. I want to be like you, and so I was going to cough. It's such a cool girl cough. Yeah, cool girls cough. They know. You understand. We know. You understand. Yeah, man, I'm on this producer journey, and I was like, I think I did it. I think this is this is what I like. This is great. So I uh, was over at Earwolf, and I was working on Seth's show, and then I uh, was told that, oh, you have to you have to be a professional now and put yourself on LinkedIn. And I'm telling you, well, you get scooped up so fast when you do that because then people are looking for specific things. So I got scooped up to uh, to work for a new production company. Uh, they're called At Will Media. And uh, so they're not a podcast network. They just make podcasts and then they sell it to networks. So I got brought on to do a show for a network. I don't think I can talk about it uh, just yet, but when okay. I uh, do, uh, especially for um, – What's your behind-the-scenes show that we do, Allison, on Patreon? The Secret Oh, Friend Zone. Friend Zone. Patreon. Uh, So uh, people who have listened to The Friend Zone will know that it is my passion. It is – oh, it is my my everything that I love so much. Uh, And I think that will come out uh, probably late this fall. Is it about Uh, Broadway? Exciting. Yeah, no. No. It's – You can't say. My my other passion. Yeah, it's slightly a joke when I say that, but also something that – Oh my God, I'm dying to know. I'm so excited. Congratulations. So let me get this straight. Your place of employment was like, we need you to have a profile on LinkedIn. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then that made you get hired elsewhere. Isn't that funny? Why did they they want you to be on LinkedIn? I don't know. And I think my boss was just trying to be helpful where she was like, hey, I was on LinkedIn. I didn't see that you're there. And I was like, you are making a very good point. So then I went on LinkedIn and then I got scooped up. (laughs) I think that's uh, the first time I've ever heard like someone getting not hired on LinkedIn. Work here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> What's the easiest way, the way we can do that? How can we get you 
out of here. <laughs> Daniel. Uh, and in an effective way. Yes. I noticed that-, that my sandwich was not in the refrigerator once again. <laughs> How's your LinkedIn looking? Like, What's that doing? Honey, you should um You should be on Tinder. That was the joke I was gonna make. Yeah, Daniel, I, know, I noticed we noticed we weren't on t- we should both be on Tinder. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um that's so cool. Well, congrats. So are you going Thank into an office? You. Are you doing this from where you are? Yeah, they're mostly based in Brooklyn. So they, oh. they have an office in Brooklyn and then there's a handful of us out here. So we go to like a, a workspace area um occasionally, but for the most part it's still working room home and they're small they're like 25 people that work there and i think i'm finding that that i might not be a corporate gal i think mm. i like i like working with a little team where my email is just my first name uh it's it's a lot of fun i like it a lot that's so great Thank it's so you. crazy to hear you refer to Ear- earwolf as a like a corporate environment because in that wild yeah when we started there it was like we were next to this rehab facility so we'd finish recording and go out to like talk about it and it was always people coming over that you know, we're in varying states of midway into addiction or trying to step out of it, always wanting cigarettes, like looking like maybe they would do something if necessary to get money. You know, it was just a weird kind of like uneasy, let's get out of here. Uh, Right. Very uncorporate sort of feel. So your team will be that in a short period of time. That's And that's the thing (laughs) that I was just like, oh, so you just got a lily pad. Every three years uh, <laughs> yeah. when they get bought, if that's if that's how it goes. But yeah, it happens so quick when it when it does. Because when I started in 2019, they were still a pretty pretty cute little little doodad, and then yeah, and yeah. then they weren't. Yeah. Oh man! Well, and you guys <laughs> oh. don't know this about Renee. I've been writing these um, little audio sketches, and she's like, "I'm not." I just got to tell you up front, I'm not a good actor, and she's the best actor. She's so good. First off, David is making incredible sketch. Do we have when listeners can find that? How they can find that? What they can do? It is so funny. It is so funny. Oh, what you're thanks. Making. They're going to lose their mind over it. Thanks. Do you there will be me? one for this show. It's only been postponed six or eight months at this point, but <laughs> due to happen. <laughs> um, so David gave me a sketch that is Renee Colvert. That's exactly who it is. Uh, can I tell him the premise a little bit? Or sure, it, yeah. Okay. So it is a woman who is tired of dating to the point where she is now finding herself on a date with a paint can. And as <laughs> as she's sitting there, she's just like, honestly, yeah, okay. Uh, so I think <laughs> David was kind to be like, oh, you're a good actor. But I was like, no, no, no that's just me accessing what happened on Saturday. So I think if we get it close enough to uh, to my real life, then, oh, man. Uh, but it's, it's really fun. I'm excited for, for what you're making. Thanks. That's but so guys, cool. seriously, really good actor. The nicest. Do you guys find that that's true of most good actors? Of the like, oh, no, they just, that's them. And that happens to work. I feel like most of the actors we love are kind of the exact same person in every single thing they do. That's just those, that's their nuances. And we like that collectively. I oh, think interesting. you have um, Brian Cranston from Seinfeld oh, sure. and Malcolm in the Middle to then Breaking Bad is insanely different. But Agreed. Jason Bateman in Arrested Development, you could take mm. out and just set him in Ozark mm. and it's the exact yeah. same tone. It's the same level of like not giving a shit. It's really interesting because – very likable in both scenarios. Like, oh, this guy doesn't right. really seem to give a shit. His blood pressure doesn't go up too much. It's really interesting, but it's exactly what you're saying that, like, 
Yeah, just just deliver the lines like you're not trying to have it featured in an Oscar sort of clip about how good right. you were my father. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when you see that, you're like, oh boy. That's all you got to do. The thing with like <laughs> Owen Wilson, Jennifer Aniston, da da da. Like right. you just like their cool delivery of lines. Um, mm-hmm. And they they happen to get lucky. I'm just like, why don't you be – that's not – I don't want to take away from them. They are, I'm sure, very, very talented. But I think a little bit – But just you're just as good like, is what you're saying. Your nuances, right? Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston's playing a little bit of a different character in Morning Show. But I feel like True. it's it, arguably is a little less likable or – you know, she's yeah. definitely a less likable character in that show. Yeah. Um, agreed, agreed. Should I watch Ozark? Because I, I watched some of the first season and then I have um, famously said it's just way too blue for me. I can't handle the yeah, lighting. If, you don't, if you're scared of Daniel's dark sex cult uh, <laughs> and all the things that could happen on the dark web. Oh, I mean, no, Ozark, I, don't mean, I don't mean blue like off color. I mean like literally it's so blue. The whole thing. It's oh. like they can't, they can't turn on the lights in this damn show. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, there's so much stuff on. Have you seen The Americans? Yes, we watched mm-hmm. that during the pandemic. Yeah, that, so, I always feel like if people good. are wor- like kind of going, should I stick with this long, you know, three or four season thing? The default is always well. If if you're on the fence, watch The Americans first, and then Do you like Ozark, Ozark though, or Ozarks. Ozark, I think Ozark. it had a lot of potential, and then they made some real crazy decisions as far as like what the storyline that just lost me as a viewer a little bit. I still like it because I like the characters so much, but there's a lot of just like, what? Why? <laughs> it makes no sense. You know, like, oh, every FBI agent in the country's down there snooping out this casino one week later. They just blew up everything outside. There's no cops within 50 miles. It's just. There's little things like that that are so weird to me. Like, not even a regional <laughs> sheriff heard that explosion. No one's around. <laughs> are you guys watching Our Flag Means Death on HBO? Just chat. I don't, I don't even know I what that is. Oh, is that on already? Sure. You, yeah, sure. <laughs> so HBO Max. I don't know. I am delighted by it. The premise is what if someone who like really adhered to the leadership practices of Brene Brown? So like celebrating your vulnerability and using a 360 review and listening to people. But that person is the captain of a pirate ship. So he's like using all That's this funny. Uh, squishy, squishy love. I'm having the best time Who's with it? it. I love it so much. I can name Leslie Jones. I'm sure so many other famous people are in it, but Leslie Jones is the only one that I... Huh. I'll have to um, check that out. Like it. It's fun. It's cool. I like that premise. <laughs> Me too. There, uh, there's one episode, without giving it away too much, uh, the Brene Brown pirate guy is trying to teach a real pirate how aristocrats hurt each other. Cause, <laughs> so he's just like slain everybody and stabbed everybody and done all this like truly horrible stuff. But then he tries to explain, well, when you're at high society, the upper crust, we use passive aggression to hurt people. And the pirate is just like horrifying. He's like, that is diabolical. <laughs> so you're just like, say something mean in a nice way. It's uh, <laughs> great. It's really funny. That's really funny. <laughs> Um. Oh, oh! I was gonna say no. something. Oh, I lost oh. it. It was right Brene in there. It was right in my Brown. noggin. Pirates, no, I TV don't know. Shows, I, it's diabolical. With something in there. I don't know. David right. has parenthood. 
Oh, it's it's good. I got nominated for like three or four awards for it last week. Really nailing it at the <laughs> wow. park. So nice. Now, I'm not in it for the awards, but it, yeah, it's nice to get that sort of park recognition. Yeah. Yeah. And no, none of us are in it for the awards, but at the same time, it's nice to look at your mantle and yeah. see you. Like, oh, I was regional cool buddy of the month? Hell yeah. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> uh, let's say hello and welcome to some patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there. Hello, and welcome to Travis Lagness. He signed up for an annual subscription. Hello, and welcome to Frank Rodriguez. Hello to Jen. Hello to Cynthia Hawk. Or is it Hotch? Let me know. She signed up for an annual subscription. Hello to Abby, and hello, and welcome to Alicia Thompson. Hello, and welcome to all of you. I hope you guys are enjoying all your fun patron stuff, your rewards. Again, if you sign up, you get access to all the back stuff. And I've been doing it now for a while. So there's tons. There's so much content. You'll beg me to leave you alone. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. Two months free if you sign up for a year. Uh, and it's fun. And also, I've started a newsletter, which has been, um, I, I kind of started it on a lark. I've done two issues now. So I've, it's, uh, been weekly so far and it's been really fun it's it's been reminding me of when i started blogging i've been writing almost daily just sort of little personal i've been writing about my episodes uh and then linking to them in there but also just sort of writing about other like the more i do it the more i'm starting i guess to write less about like promotional you know stuff about my episodes and stuff and more just about like my life and Stuff. It's becoming more indulgent, I would say. More like a diary, more like a blog. Um, but it's really fun. It's really fun to be writing again. Um, so if you're interested at all in that, um, I'm going to move over to Substack. I'm not there yet. Um, so if you want to sign up, if you go to just find me on Twitter, Instagram, and then the link in bio will take you uh, <laughs> right to a place where you can sign up and subscribe and it's free. Um, yeah. It's fun. It's Allison's fun. A good writer. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, writer. Some say she's oh, great. I subscribe to that. That sounds great. What Thank kind of you. what kind of little what kind of little anecdotes? What kind of little life bits and bops are we getting? Well, I've been talking about some intense stuff lately. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> what uh, heavy anvils are you dropping on us? <laughs> well, some of the heavy anvils. Um, uh, talked about. On Upworthy Weekly, we were talking about the afterlife a little bit. So I mentioned just that, like, I don't really believe in the afterlife. Um, that was last week. I talked about that. But in, like, a sort of light and, you know, breezy kind of way, I mentioned that. Um, and then this week, I talked about how I grew up in, you know, a really, like, conservative religious area where I always kept the fact that I didn't believe in anything a secret because – um, I was afraid of becoming an outcast because of that. And again, light and breezy with some jokes in there. Um, so <laughs> I was kind of surprised at how casually I disclosed that last week. But then when I noticed that two people quickly unsubscribed after last week's issue, I was like, oh, is it because of that? Is it because of my wanton hedonism? So I talked about that a little <laughs> bit. And then I mentioned that Elliot, our son, um, I didn't describe him that way. I just assume people know who he is. Um, has been asking about death and what happens when you die. And despite the fact that I am, um, obviously I'm not sure, but you know, 
Sure he enough. He hasn't for, been asking you. He hasn't been asking me. No, been but me. if you read the newsletter, he has been. <laughs> it's look, <laughs> accuracy is boring, my friend. Um, been asking us. Yeah. So, but anyway, I talked about how you know, despite my own beliefs, like I'm not laying that on our kid because that just seems too. It seems too much to expect. But it's it's sort of a hard needle to thread uh, with a kid. The, the yeah. discussion of what happens when you die, especially when it be, I think it'd be, I didn't go in, into this much detail, but like if we had a belief system that we felt certain about, like when you die, you go to heaven and this, you know, if so we, much easier. you just, the discussions would be easier. I it's think. So easy. Although I, I just, what I just said to him was like, this is what some people believe. This is what some other people believe. And I don't know. Yeah. You know, he seems to like the idea of reincarnation a lot. So I'm like, who wouldn't? Yeah, yeah that's great. To roll with that one, kiddo. Rather than there be like kids <laughs> say know. the darndest things and like, what do you do in school or that makes your teacher crazy? I think the moment they're like forming sentences, there really should be an aggressive like, all right, you ju- you are the closest you've ever been and communicative to whatever's before this. What do you remember? Yeah, what do you what, remember? What would it feel like to come like into the world? Do you remember the, the David, lights? This could be a basis of of the cult, which is like hypnotizing yes. infants. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hypnotizing babies. <laughs> Bring your babies. They get the, six. They're out of here. They've aged out. He's like, but... <laughs> Like and then what do you remember, baby? What do you remember? <laughs> Tell us. Yes. Yes. That's really interesting. Have you tried it, Dave? How's it going? Is that how you got well, your awards? You got your kid to tell you baby I, uh, the <laughs> I was I did have a bullhorn and I mean the award could have been to just get me to leave, but I was like, You're not gonna believe what I just heard. And people were like, you know, kind of packing up. It was the end of the day, but um <laughs> What I had heard was a kid like scooping with a little sandcastle shovel, you know, saying something like, yeah, my last life, I was an aardvark anyway. And I, you know, so I like to spread that around. I just like people to know that. But there was a, there was an article recently where, uh, this woman was like, yeah, my two year old was talking about like being like basically dying in quicksand so imagine a kid just like coloring oh or something he was two and just like yeah when i was an adult i sank i went down into the sand and then i was here and i'm a baby now and da 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 and so she was but i feel like there are a number of those and there was one where this kid and who knows how realistic this is. i feel like this is an urban legend but he was describing uh, going down in like a fighter plane in like world war ii and then oh, they wow. looked it up and could wow. match like some of the descriptive elements of it to Oh, this, I think this might check out. And so there, there could be something there. And that, that's where I would like point a child to be like, we don't have like what we would call firm evidence, but we have some tangential stuff that's fascinating. So yeah, I feel like exploring all the different things that people believe except one, the one (laughs) daddy believes. Which is (laughs) right. That one's too much. But, but when, uh, what did you say that he asked when you were talking about reincarnation? He asked if he's he well, so uh he had asked me about it, and then there was like we moved on and we were reading a book or you know, and then you he could tell he was thinking about it, and then he goes, "Daddy, um will I remember my name <gasps> I was like that was like I hope so, but nope." <laughs> <laughs> you do you remember your last name? Uh. Um, 
Yeah, that's a sad thought, but kind I, think, of, I mean, sure. if we if we have that at that young age, that impulse to ask that, like when I mm-hmm. leave here, am I am I going to know that you were this to me, mm-hmm. someone I was like blood related to, someone I met that we were in a foxhole together and stayed best friends for the rest of our lives. We we were in an old folks home together. The thought of like thinking that out and mm-hmm. going, and then you die and just like none of it. You remember zero. It's such a sad thought. It really but, is. Know, it's so brutal to think. That's you can see why if religion was written down with like, all right, what are some other things people hate? I hate the idea of not remembering any of you. If I'm honest, <laughs> like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. There's like clouds, and all we're right, all there. Yeah, we're all still there. Point. We're just in yeah. robes. We're all there. You would you could just feel the group be like, this is the best group I've ever been in. I just <laughs> love that. Yeah. The cloud thing is so <laughs> nice. It's so comforting. Who would yes. not like that? Yeah. Mm. Yes. Great the point. idea of being able to like a family reunion be... though, like after a few hours, <laughs> after a few hours, you're like, oh. imagine <laughs> Jesus showing up to heaven, unbearable for him, just like, <laughs> oh, my biggest fan, hey, you won't believe how much I loved you. <laughs> you're right. For whom is heaven? Heaven, not him. <laughs> not at all. I just came by for some juice. Just give me a minute. <laughs> Just after oh a while, God. it's like your grandfather's like, hey, did I tell you? Yes. Yes. Yep. Nope. <laughs> you told me that I story. absolutely heard that. Yes. We're all out of stories, Grandpa. <laughs> oh, look at Tugboat behind Renee. Oh, jeez. Oh, what is he doing? They're talking about ears. Oh, my God. Oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had an experience this morning, though, that, that made me think that maybe – Maybe passing away isn't the worst thing for old DQ. Oh, great. That uh, is not a sentence I want to hear, man. I'm not what? saying I want it. I'm just saying, like, as you get older, it's not as tragic. What are you talking about? Well, I was in the drive through for Starbucks, and uh, I went to pay. And, you know, I, we, I brought out my credit card, and she has a little reader, and she's like, tap it. And I was like, what? And I was like sitting there pushing it. And she's like, no, no, you tap it. And apparently the credit card has like a little Bluetooth yeah. symbol. Have you ever heard of this? Welcome to 2022, yeah. you, All right. Daniel. All right. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I didn't know that. I was like, oh, look at that. I go, it's like a Bluetooth thing. She explains it to me. I'm like, that's cool. I go, can I, uh, can I hook my headphones up to it and listen to it? Oh, God. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> This hurts worse than no, no. the other sentence but you said. Listen to me, David. Listen to me. It's not like I thought that was gold. It's not like I was like. You thought enough of it to say it, and that's offensive. No, but I am now at the. I am at the age where I want to be awkward with service people oh, and watch them squirm. No, why? It's because I want to see. I, 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 the I want life drain that, from her eyes. <laughs> She goes. The light go out. She goes. Well, uh, so, soon it'll be in your contact lenses, and then she vanished. She vanished. She was like, halfway she just through, ducked down. It's only like a what she was by saying. Two foot thing. She just ducked. Yeah. She's like, I, I don't get paid enough to stay in this drive-through window. What you did to her is a freshman who gets a wedgie and becomes a senior and gives a freshman a wedgie going, it happens to all of us. You got to earn your stripes back. You got that headset on. It sucks. You could have just said nothing and then like, I hope the next person's equally as uneventful as me. But you didn't. 
I'm not trying to impress anybody anymore. I'm just trying to create as many awkward situations as I can to make dying no way, easier. Man. I think that's no a microaggression, a macroaggression. Could be. That's just aggression. Yeah. The pirates on Renee's ship would be like, that's a beauty. Those are <laughs> that's, that's, that's the one that'll take you down. That's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Interesting. So that made you want to die? Because I bet it made her want to die. No. no, no, no. She's this dead the- now. That's the part <laughs> that's left out. She vanished and never returned. I enjoyed it. That's why it's oh. disturbing. That's why it's time. Oh, it. to- oh no. Suicide okay. by I cop see- is coming. Right, because you're gonna be mowing the lawn with really short shorts and high socks pretty soon. <laughs> I was like, just that was fun. Like no, I've reached that age where I'm not bothered by being <laughs> awkward anymore. <laughs> now I'm empowered to be awkward everywhere. Okay, I like it. Okay, don't take this the wrong way, but <laughs> there is a I, way. I, I, Think about what you're about to say. I, I thought she was going to say I want a divorce. Think about it. <laughs> I, but don't take it the wrong way. Think about I it. I would like a divorce. <laughs> no, I... I'm committed. I just want everyone to know that you eat peanuts like an old man. Oh, I've always eaten them peanuts like you. I, I eat Wait, you know what I'm talking about? The shake them up thing? Yes! What are we talking about? <laughs> Pop them. <laughs> Pop them in your mouth. There is a, I don't know if it's old man. It's more like middle-aged man who plays backgammon. I don't actually, it's a particular type of man who's definitely older. It's someone and who did it a in a production man. of West Side Story to look kind of cool. But then people that saw that in like 1947 were like, that's cool. And then they kept doing it. And it just got like that generation. No one younger than them did it until Daniel. So it was mm-hmm. kind of cool at some point, and it just disappeared. <laughs> Daniel's bringing it back. It's the only way to eat peanuts. I eat M and M's like that too. Anything that can be, if 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 he could eat dice, he would eat dice that way. <laughs> Anything that he can put in his hand, shake, and then pop into his mouth. It's just it, okay. It, we're, I'm not. I'm slipping gracefully into the very a very disturbing part of old age <laughs> but daniel i see what you're saying of it it sort of softens the blow of you won't remember any of this to just mortify yourself on a daily basis yeah. like, of just like but that's right but because your fear of dying has always yeah. been like this is gonna be so sad oh right. yeah when i leave but if you yeah. can make it so it's not <laughs> that you're kind of salting the earth attention everyone even employees that are on break Gina needs a little breather from the bluetooth thing anyone available come relieve Gina she's like I did it to myself I mentioned the bluetooth to an old man what is he gonna do except say something stupid I actually think her comeback of it'll be in your contact lenses is pretty good she in like the fiftieth time she'd said it. I mean, yeah. God bless her. Yeah. Oh well, that's the, oh that's when you can say something that you know everybody's said, and then say it with the confidence of someone who thinks the person say- is her- hearing it for the first time. Yeah. That's chops. That's pretty good. You're just hitting your stride. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. You guys. 
this has been nothing short of delightful. I started off the show better than ever, and then we <laughs> stayed at that top peak for the entire show. Um, I couldn't have done it without you. I love every single one of you. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm I'm freestyling now. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I blame daylight savings, by the way. Yes. Sure. Let's just yeah, talk about it for tricky. one second because daylight. You know, I, every hot take has been hot taken, but except for mine, my I tweeted yesterday. I said, "Let's find someone who loves daylight savings and sacrifice them." Great. And I still agree with it. But anyway. Yesterday, all day, I was like, it's three o'clock, but I know it's supposed to feel like two o'clock, but it feels like four o'clock. Like the entire day felt later than it was because I was so tired because Mm. we got up early. Like everything just felt off the whole day. You guys? Gina needs a real break (laughs) from just dealing with... All right. Anyway, uh, if you like what you're hearing, and even if you don't, please make sure you're subscribed. Leave us a nice comment, please. We read them on the show. Renee, one of our recent comments was someone who said they need more Renee Colvert on the show. And then I said, I said to them, she's coming on. And now here you are. Get this. That's right. I know. Uh, I know. Honored. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Leave us a nice comment. We read them on the show. We also read negative comments on the show, but we like the nice ones better. But if you got to leave a negative, which occasionally I get it, you have to. How about a five star? Five star with your negative. That makes it go down easier. Um, <laughs> so what else is I going to Oh, yeah. Follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, listen to my other shows, Upworthy Weekly and Childish. And uh, Renee, where might we find you? Yes. I can't. God, I'm, uh, I'm evaporating. I, uh, cause can I pet your dog is ending. What? And what? I, I know. Yeah. We're going to end April 19th. Oh I feel like God. seven years is enough time to talk about dogs. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> we'll see if I miss anything. I'll, I'll bring it back. Um, and then I'm not on social media anymore. Ah, I guess keep an eye on at will media. At some point I'll produce a show for you, for you there. And then Dave's show when, when that comes out. No yeah, podcast and no social media. Yeah. You're going to get kicked out of I, Los Angeles. I Wait. know they're not going to let me be here. <laughs> You're not I'm on social on media it, at all, but not, I don't, not really. I do not know what has happened to me. That's so uh, good. Where I just, uh, I'm like, eh, I'm fine. Yeah. Is that, is it, you can't feel like that's healthy or is no, it like, that impar- seems- it doesn't feel sad. It might be sad, but it doesn't feel sad. It was like, I don't care. I think that's really good. Weirdly how I feel about people seeing me these days. I think that's really good. Um, In fact, I don't know. Wait, are you cutting back from doing podcasts, other people's podcasts or anything? Because I would love to have you on the friend zone to talk about these decisions you've made because – Okay, great. Because yes, I no, all the time, I just else's show. would yeah, love to I hear just, about how this works, not being on social media, because I would, I don't think I could ever do it, but I need to. Sure. Beyond less. Well, but it's tricky. If you have to promote, I think it's tricky, but that's what's nice about being a producer is that you don't have to promote anymore. You just make it. We must talk. And then you, you guys, love you it. guys go promote it. <laughs> great. Uh, <laughs> Dave, what about you? Uh, I just want to reiterate that I think Renee is making great decisions and <laughs> she led off by saying she got a new job that she loves. You're, you're doing it right. Yeah. I, so, hey, thanks. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> 
And and again, a phenomenal actor. I just I can't wait for that episode <laughs> to come out, whatever it is or whatever it is. For now, it's just been fun um, uh, making these sketches with friends, and that'll come out at some point, uh, just like a scripted sketch pom- comedy podcast. For now, I do my uh, interview podcast, which is with artists and uh, scientists, so Caltech-type people. It's called The Space Cave. Uh, I do an improv show with Wendy Molino called These Are Those Tapes. And season three is coming out hopefully within the next month or so. And uh, information and all that stuff about big nothingness, this thing I spent the whole pandemic editing and making, is at davidhuntsberger.com. And you can find Big Nothingness on YouTube as well. And then I, the only social media I've been doing lately is Instagram where I post a comic. I drew lots of comics over the years. So if you like cartoons, it's Dave Huntsberger on there. That's it. Yay. And yeah. Daniel, what about you? Well, you can find me uh, bumming out service people with my... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> this lid's on a little oh, loose. Man. Better circle back around. <laughs> Um, and, uh, (laughs) now you can, I don't know. You can follow me at Twitter, Instagram, Daniel Quantz. Sure. Wonderful. And Tony. I am on social media at Tony Thaxton and my podcast, Bizarre Albums every Tuesday. And, uh, yeah. And you can hear me twice a week on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend program soon to be. In person exclusively <laughs> for 80k a week, <laughs> it's cheap at half the price. Um, what does that even mean? Cheap at half the price? Does that mean expensive? I don't know, but is this is a thing? strong ending to the show. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued, that particular question. Okay, you guys, this has been delightful. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. About the Allison Rosen show. We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. <laughs> <laughs>